With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. The Sports Complex, afternoons 5 to 7. Hell yeah! On the Horn. Hour two here on the Sports Complex on a Friday afternoon. Uh, we are out early for Rangers. It's a big series against the Mariners coming up. So we'll be out a little bit early. Uh, we got a few more minutes with you here. So we're going to try and get some more of your text. Get to some more college football. Get to all that fun stuff. Remember, you can join the conversation. 512-337-3776. You can follow me on Twitter or X or whatever you call it. And Instagram at It's Patrick Davis. Jacob Standard at... Jacob Standard, nice and easy. Nice and easy, and you can come out and hang out with us tomorrow at Doc's Backyard in Sunset Valley. Information at hornfm.com. We'll be doing the pregame show. As for everybody asking on the text line, I have no new information as to any alleged babies. No. no I have no no new information. Uh, maybe we'll have some tomorrow. Maybe we'll have some tomorrow, but I have not, I've not been uh, told anything yet, so... Uh, I, I cannot answer any of your questions on the text line. Sorry, guys. Uh, I'm not not withholding anything. I no. have not been told anything. Uh, we will get to some of your texts. So if you have any conversations or you want to get join the poll and and answer who is the biggest player, who will be the biggest player for the Texas, most important player for the Texas uh, tomorrow versus Baylor, you can hit us up there, 512-337-3776, or hit us up with your prediction of the score. Any other scores you have predictions for, anything else, why not send it in on the text line? Uh, let's get to some, st- some more texts, though. We do have... Uh, Jay Witt and Jay Sanders crossing routes drag and short passes needed for this game. Would like to see JT Sanders a little bit more involved. JT Sanders there as well, forty-two to ten. Uh, I'd like to see JT Sanders get a little bit more involved in this game. I don't feel he was involved enough. I know Sark likes to set it up by kind of going outside to uh, Ad Mitchell, going a little bit further out to Xavier Worthy, kind of getting the wide receivers more involved, and then getting the JT Sanders later in the game. That's kind of been his his mo for a while. Uh, and then in the Wyoming game, they just never got to that part. Right. So I, he was just wasn't involved as much. And, and Wyoming really tried to take him away as well. Yeah. So, uh, But I would love to see if JT Sanders get a little bit more involved and get him to have a big game. That would be nice for Texas on this one. 41-18. Big day for Brooks. I like it. We're getting there. We're starting to get to starting to pull away on those. Covering the spread. Man, see, uh, that Kool-Aid is strong. Hey, I'm not, I'm not mad the, at it. I'm here for it. I think they need it, but I just... Not completely convinced it's going to be that big of a game yet. Most important group, not player, is the O-line, the run game. They can uh, not open up against Aranda's defense. Uh, they can or cannot open up against. That's the thing. Is Are you going to be able to run the ball? I think you've been able to run again in this run against this defense. Uh, other teams have shown that it's, it's possible to do. I think that also every team is kind of really trying to stop the passing game. They know Sark wants to go to it, so they kind of load up on that end. So you, you try and pass rush, you try and play good in the secondary, and you maybe allow the running game to go because they knew Bijan and Roshan are gone. Now, once we get into the Big 12, they might start to figure out that the running game is still pretty strong for Texas. You do not have the freak athlete that is Bijan Robinson and the workhorse that is Roshan. Jonathan Brooks and CJ Baxter look pretty good, too. Yeah, running game's good enough that you can't just leave it alone. You know, Texas isn't going to be one dimensional. Yes. 
Uh, we still have a cobbler guy. This is from t- a week ago that we said pie versus cake. Oh, is this your camping? And he yeah. is he's a cobbler guy. It's just not true. It's just cobbler. Look, cobbler isn't the same as pies. I don't need either one of them. I don't need I don't need you to try and stick fruits in my 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 sweets. Stick to straight sugar, folks. I just want to feel bad about myself when I eat my desserts. I'm a big and I realize this. By the way, I realized I think one of the things about cake versus pie, is why people are people are making the wrong decision. In pie. Yes, please enlighten me. People think that cake is for kids, and they say it's a childish thing because it's birthday cakes and they're cakes. You eat a lot of cakes when you're a kid, and when you get older, pie is just kind of a more adult thing. Being an adult sucks. Eat more well, cake. That I'm going to debunk that right here. What about a wedding cake? No, I get there's a wedding cake, but that's a special thing. And you don't even, and you get one slice of that, you know, and hopefully not many because you don't, weddings are not fun either. I thought cakes were reserved for special moments anyway. They are. Is this but that's what I'm like saying. A- but no, I think when you're kids, you go to a bunch of birthday parties, you got a bunch of friends, you get more cake, <laughs> then you ate more cake as a kid. Icing seems more cake. You decorate a cake, you don't decorate a pie. Well, you also it's just. more childish thing. I like it. If you're like me, you just, you lose your sweet tooth as you get older. Like, I can't do the icing on cake anymore. I'm a, I'm a pie. Like, definitely oh, need pies. That's terrible. Why? Be, come on. What? You need to have, add, add a little fun into your life, Jacob. Dude, nice piece of pie with some vanilla ice cream on top. Oh, Damn, man. No. See, you're, you're getting ice cream. You do like the sweets. You just want to add <laughs> terrible, terrible. Yeah. No, no. You want to make cakes. Cakes. Your wife makes cakes all the time. Perfect. That's why you marry them. They make cakes, not pies. Good people. Let's get to some college football scores. You can say the text line. 42 to 10 also on the text line. Uh, Quinn Ewers. Yeah, Quinn Ewers seems to be like that's the easy pick, but it's probably the right pick. Quinn Ewers comes out and plays well and gets back in. I know we had someone yesterday talking about, you know, his Heisman numbers. He's not in. If you in the season now, he's not going to New York. His Heisman numbers have not been there, clearly. He's 3-0, which is great. That's a good part to get to the Heisman. But, yeah, he will need to step it up as the season goes, and he's going to need to do it against some of these defenses that are game plan set up just to go against him. You think the, his remaining schedule is going to hurt the odds of that because of how yeah, the Big 12 I think, looks well, now? Yeah, but until we see – yeah, are you saying of the playing ranked teams? Yeah, because the Big 12 I, I don't, has fallen I think, off I think so the, much. I think the Big 12 will kind of – I think they can fight back into it. Like one of the games out here I've been here – it's look there. I think some of these teams are going to get knocked themselves out, and the Big Twelve may come back into it a little bit. Okay. Uh, the Pac twelve has way too many ranked teams because they they it, played all power. They played all like puffy schedules. Yeah. So all these like bad Pac twelve teams are ranked right now because they just didn't play anybody. Well, then that sets up well for someone like Caleb Williams, right? Yes. I mean, so he he will have a good beginning of the season. I think some of those teams may be exposed before later in the season. Let's go through these pretty quick. Uh. Florida State at Clemson is a big game. Number four, Florida State at Clemson. Is this the death of Dabo Sweeney? Is this the end of Dabo Sweeney? Florida State's only a two-point favorite. It's a number four team versus an unranked team. They're that should a two-point favorite. To me, this is the K Clubnick game. K Clubnick goes out there and makes plays. You can throw on Florida State. You can make plays. He can do that. If he makes plays, Clemson can win this game. Yeah. I think Florida State may have too many skill players because they pay their players. Because they, they use the transfer portal like adults <laughs> in the NFL in, in college football in 2023. Dabo doesn't want to do it. I, I'm saying I, I think that Clemson has a shot in this. I think Florida State gets through it because they just have too many, and it relies too much on Kate Klubnick. But if, if, if Clemson wants any shot to win, it is Kate Klubnick, right? Yeah, I'm going Clemson straight up, though. Uh, you know how much I like trends in history of series. The home team has won 15 of the last 20 matchups in this Ooh. game. Number Florida State hasn't lost since they lost to Clemson last season. Last season. Give, yeah. me, give me Clemson to win it outright. There you go. I like it. 
Uh, Oklahoma is a 14-point favorite on Cincinnati. This is the opening for Big 12 play for uh, for Oklahoma. Cincinnati's had over 200 yards on the ground in each of their first three games. They are running the ball like crazy. You're going to try and go up, and go, go up against that Venables defense. Can Cincinnati keep it in the number? I think Oklahoma wins. It's not really that much of a question. The number is two touchdowns. Can Cincinnati get it within two touchdowns, control the ball enough, and maybe take a little luster off this Oklahoma team that everybody thinks is blowing everybody out? Yeah, no, I don't think so. I think Oklahoma covers it. I mean, their first three games, Arkansas State 73-0, to SMU 28-11, to Tulsa 66-17. to I mean, It is. And by the way, the SMU game, I watch. It was not that – it was a much closer game than yeah. that, that score lets on. But I think that'll be this too. I think the game won't be a massive blowout. Oklahoma will get some scores, though – by the fourth quarter, they'll just be able to put up a couple big shots on this Cincinnati defense. Oh, regardless, this Sooners team can score some points. Yes, they can. Yeah. Number 19, Colorado at number 10, Oregon. This is a big game. So we had number four versus unranked. Number four is a two-point favorite. <laughs> we have number 10 versus number 19. Number 10 is a 21-point favorite. That's ridiculous. Vegas not buying the hype. And you know that Dion's going to take that personal. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, dude, he's already working up whatever angle he needs to take to create that extra bit of motivation. Yeah, that is. Uh, he's going Colorado, and this is so. This is one of the stats that you could look out for in this game. Colorado, one of the things they've relied on in the first three weeks is turnovers. They're pretty high. They're one of the top teams in the country with ten takeaways in the first three weeks. Oregon has not given the ball away yet this season, and you just lost your best defender. And your best, and one of your best offensive players. <laughs> Same <laughs> That's guy. Right. Gotta get used to that. Travis yeah, Hunter yeah. is not out. He's playing both ways. Travis yeah. Hunter is out. Uh, I think you know. I basically Colorado doesn't have much of a run game anyway. So it is all going on Sanders now to throw the ball at a high level. And he lost one of his big, favorite targets in Travis Hunter, the favorite target. And you then you throw in Oregon, who's just going to be able to put up points. And I don't know if this Colorado defense can stop them from putting up points over and over again without Travis Hunter. Uh, Are you going to do it? Take Oregon in the points. I would not take Oregon in the points. I would take Colorado to keep it within the points. That's a massive spread. It twenty one points is a lot. That's I, so I have much. to take Colorado to be within twenty <laughs> in conference play. I think Oregon wins outright, but yeah, I have to take Colorado to keep it within. Right? Yeah. yeah. Shador Sanders can score the football. They're not going to lose. I'm more not going to disrespect points. Coach Prime that no, bad. No, absolutely not. No, I'm because he'll show up here. You're going to end up on the. <laughs> yeah, the wall. sports complex hosted by one of his kids is going to be happening next week. If I and you'll be I, playing on repeat in their <laughs> locker room. <laughs> Not going to say that. I think Oregon does win, but yeah, I think Colorado is good enough to keep it within the number. It's a huge number. Uh, let's go. We'll skip. We can go. To, well, we'll just go real quick. Twenty-two UCLA versus eleven Utah. Again, that's two Pac-12 teams in Colorado and Oregon. That's two ranked teams. That's two, UCLA Utah. Two Utah uh, Pac-12 teams, both ranked. There's another one in here, two pack. There's way too many Pac-12 teams that are ranked in this right yeah. now. UCLA will drop out. Colorado will probably drop back out eventually, but they'll be right on that cusp all season long, uh, especially because they have USC coming up too. They're going to want to keep them ranked. Uh, but UCLA will probably drop out. This is a uh, Cam Rising. We still don't know if he's coming back. He's not played yet this season. If he does, I don't think this is even close. I think Utah can come away. And thus, there's massive rust. He's not back. But Cam Rising plays at all. Uh, defense is the key in this game. Not yeah. so fast. Not so fast. Not you have so UCLA. Fast. I have UCLA plus six. I don't know if they're going to win, but I will take them with the plus six cushion. I, Dante it, Moore. With Cam Rising playing. Yes. Woo. Dude, Dante Moore, 19.22 yards per completion. Seven touchdowns through three games. They'll, I, I just they'll think be able to keep it close. I think he's going to make a mistake. I think he will have a turnover in that game that is going to put it out of reach. Okay. That's how I feel the All game. Right. Is, but that's me. 
That's just me. Uh, Ole Miss at Alabama. This one is huge for Texas because if Alabama loses and they have now 2-2 two and two and the dynasty is over and Nick Saban, what a waste of a space coach. He should have been fired years ago. Yeah. And and the whole program's done and well, SEC's terrible now. So <laughs> all this happens if Alabama loses to Ole Miss. I know that's a bit of an overstatement. Well, then the narrative switches just, to Texas can only had, be bad teams. And, and that yeah. thing is, well, they of course they did. They beat them. And you get back to that, to whatever, 2016. The Notre Dame game, yeah, and you have that yes, yes, that yes. season where we were all so happy, and then it turned out we both sucked. Oh, and I don't no. think we're that bad. <laughs> I don't think we're that bad at all. I don't think Alabama's that bad either. So it's not it's not the same. It's not a one for one at all. Those those things, but it just it reminds you of that of how happy you were in the moment <laughs> to a couple weeks later being like, okay, okay, yeah. temper expectations. Yeah, uh, I, I I do think Alabama can come. I think Ole Miss is going to come hard at them. Uh, this is the thing. They're going to come at Milrow. I don't know if they can keep him in front of him. If they go back to Milrow, last week was kind of a misnomer because they put in two trash quarterbacks that Tommy Reese wanted to play. I think if you you kind of learn from the Texas game, you have more design runs for Milrow. You really use his legs against this Ole Miss team. They will overcommit. He'll be able to get them going, and the defense will be able to slow down Ole Miss. I think Alabama can win this. Yeah, give me Alabama to cover. Get right game. It's as simple as that. Yeah. Nick, Nick Saban is going to stop the bleeding. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Oregon State at Washington State. The Pac-2. It's the Pac-2 game, guys. The Pac-2. These are the only two teams left in the Pac-12. <laughs> They're the ones. <laughs> they are both ranked, though, because they played nobody. You think they made a pact to stay? Yeah, they're staying. It's, they, they're just playing each other oh, every okay. game next year. Yeah. Uh, Oregon State, Washington State. Oregon State's favored by three. Uh, DJ, uh, want to go over his name? The what? quarterback for uh, for Oregon State. Uh, is it? Is it? Uh, uh, Washington State, sorry. It's not. It's it's, uh, it's we go. It's like Wigalele or something like that. The guy who was Uyongalele. Yeah. Yes. Yes. There we go. Nailed it. Uh, he is supposed to be. You know, he is just never really progressed his level. He's ha- it's, he's supposed to. He hasn't looked sharp. Uh, Cam Reward has. I think Washington. I think Oregon State can win this game. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Uh, Iowa versus Penn State. Uh, Iowa. Penn State is a fourteen and a half point favorite. Cool. Can Iowa State control the the clock enough? Slow it down, play good defense, and just control the clock. I don't think they win this game, but you can keep it within the number if you control the clock. You're talking about Iowa? Iowa can. Yeah. Uh, they just have to weather the early storm, right? Yeah. This is this is a game of can you in the first half just slow down Penn State enough that they have to kind of be boring, and then you don't get blown out, and you're still in the game, and you you know anything can happen. Uh, yeah, I see that, but give me Penn State to cover that number. You think cover a fourteen and a half? Yeah, with P- the hook on it. Yeah, Penn State Ooh. at home. Give me, give me them to cover that number against Iowa, who's right. having a hard time. They celebrated scoring twenty five points. Remember that they did, and they had a deep Remember? fake. They yeah. had a deep fake oh. of the the coach, which was great. <laughs> that was the best. Why don't y'all get a step ladder? Oh, no, that's a solid one. I wish it wasn't a deep fake. Oh, they got me. They like, got me too. That, Someone sent it to me. And I that went, was wow. my guy for a little bit. I was like, oh my goodness, that guy's awesome. We were going to send that to Ian Rob B for who said that? <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, who said that? A funny guy on a computer. Yeah. <laughs> who said, who said that? that? Uh, TikTok said it. I don't know. AI said yeah. that. Uh, and then we'll get to before we give our final predictions for Texas and Baylor. This is probably the biggest game of the week. I mean, t- we know Texas Baylor, biggest game of the week. We're Texas fans. Got to be up. Yeah. Uh, Ohio State, number six, Ohio State, at number nine, Notre Dame. This is a balance of power. Is Notre Dame? Is Marcus Freeman 
getting back on the right track? Is Notre Dame going to be building in the right way? Is Ryan Day in Ohio State? They've lost to Michigan. Is Michigan taking over the power in that relationship? Is Ohio State going to have problems? Kyle McCord is the guy, but no one's really too thrilled about it. You hear Ohio State people talk about Kyle McCord. They're like, you know, I, I think he's going to do pretty good. <laughs> There's a lot of there's a lot of inflection. What else do they say? <laughs> there's a lot of inflection that I don't know if people are thrilled about Kyle McCord. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Sam Hartman has to have the time to shine in this game. Sam, this is the Sam Hartman game. Yeah. If he comes out for Notre Dame and puts up points against an Ohio State defense and gets it going, Notre Dame is back until he leaves at the end of the season. <laughs> and then they got to find a quarterback again. What do you got for Ohio State, Notre Dame? I got Ohio State to cover. I, I still don't. I, I I think it'll be close, but I think three points, I think Ohio State will cover that. I think they'll win by about seven. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I Look, I'm going to go Notre Dame in this game. I, I think Sam Hartman I like it. plays. I, look, I'm. I, it's against all good judgment. It's against all good judgment. But Those I think are the best ones. Kyle McCord is going to play as well as Justin Fields has played for the Bears this season. Oh, no. <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> Sam Hartman's going to come out of this one. Uh, final prediction, Texas versus Baylor. Final prediction. Final prediction. I'm going 42-10, Texas. 42-10, they- Texas, though. Yes. 42-10, Texas. No, <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, I am nervous. I, I think, like we've been talking about also, they have to start quick. Otherwise, there's no chance. But I think they will, and I think they get to that 42-10 number, like I've seen a couple texters saying. Um, yeah, give me Texas cover. I'll tell you what. I will tell you my pick tomorrow, pregame show. We'll be at Doc's Backyard, Aaron Hogan, myself. What a tease. What a tease. What a 4 tease. to 6 p.m. Come down and say hey to us. All the info at hornfm.com. We'll be on the airwaves as well, 4 to 6 p.m. right before the Rangers game. Yes, we will. Uh, we'll be on the airwaves. We'll be on. Uh, you can come out and say hey. Get ready for the game. We'll also be watching a bunch of these great games that uh, the, the, uh, the Colorado game will be on, the Alabama game will be on. That's going to be such a good game, that Colorado-Oregon game. Some good stuff's going to be happening. So come on out and join us tomorrow. Thank you to my man, Jacob Standard. Uh, you can follow me as well at It's Patrick Davis. We'll be back on Monday to break it all down for you. Until then, be kind, be safe, keep your underwear clean. We'll see you right back here Monday afternoon on the Sports Complex on the Horn. <laughs>